We're thrilled to be joined on Ion College Football by Wake Forest head coach Dave Clawson. And Dave, you knew it would take a little time to build this program up when you arrived after a bowl victory last year. Now, back-to-back 4-0 starts. How you feeling? Well, we, we feel good now, but we also know that uh, you know the level of competition is going to pick up starting this week with Florida State. You've had a trend of great success in year four and your three previous stops, uh, whether it's Richmond, Fordham, Bowling Green, and the building plan has always worked and seems to be working again. What have you done that's allowed that to happen? Well, I've been fortunate to work at schools that uh, have been patient, uh, that have allowed us to you know, recruit, retain, and develop. Uh, we haven't taken shortcuts, and sometimes when you do it, it may take a little longer to get it going, but then once you build it, it has a much better chance of sustaining. And uh, they've allowed me to do it that way at Wake. We redshirt a lot of players, and you know, we played kids maybe at times before they were ready, but now that we're four years into it, a lot of these kids have developed and grown up and matured and become very good ACC football players for us. And now that you have guys, as you were just alluding to a moment ago, that you know, on the two deep you look down left and right and you see guys that are in their third, fourth, and even fifth years, is it a relief to have those guys at this point to, to know what the program is about, buying in and, and putting in all the time they have in the weight room and, and everything else? Yeah, I mean, it's just every week, instead of playing 18- and 19-year-olds against 22- and 23-year-olds, you know, we're now playing with guys that are over 20. And uh, this is really the first time since we've been here that the amount of upperclassmen outnumber our underclassmen in our two deep, and, and that's really helped us. And, again, uh, the buy-in's been there. The kids are bigger, stronger, faster, and they understand our systems better. Talking with Wake Forest head coach Dave Kloss of the Demon Deacons, 4-0 for the second straight year. First time that's happened in school history as they get ready to take on Florida State this weekend. You know, John Walford has been there since day one. He lost his job, got it back, and is off to a terrific start. No interceptions through the first four games. What's been the difference? Well, I think John's improved, and he understands the offense really well. But I think probably more importantly, I think we've surrounded him with better players. Our offensive line has really improved. Those guys have matured. We've been basically playing uh, with three of the same guys for three years in a row now. They played as redshirt freshmen and other redshirt juniors. Uh, I think our offensive skills improved. Um, you know, so when the quarterback has a little bit more time and the quarterbacks and the, the receivers get open quicker, uh, that allows a quarterback to execute at a higher level. So uh, John has improved, but I also think that – the line, the protection, the receivers, the running backs have all also gotten better, which allows him to function better. You know, allowing just six sacks so far, that offensive line, as you mentioned, the veteran experience, is that improvement because of the experience, the fact that they've uh, been in the system and, again, have had the chance to get stronger over the years? Yeah, I mean, they just, I think two years ago, we were playing three freshmen there that weren't ready to play, and we were playing them because we didn't have anybody else to play. And when you go through that, those experiences we either make or break players. They either uh, know what they need to do to get better, they address those things in the off season, they take it personally and they improve, or they di- get discouraged and they never get better. And fortunately, our guys have improved, and uh, it's really made them. And, and now, you know, we've become a, a good ACC offensive line. You know, you look at last year and the defense had such a big part in the success. This year, the offense has really made big strides. Uh, 13 plays so far of 30 yards or more. That's nearly half of what you had last year. Uh, How encouraging has that progress been on that side of the ball? Uh, Very encouraging, but I saw that coming. This is, in our four years here, 
this is the first time that our practices have been competitive, that I felt the talent level on offense and defense was competitive with each other. The first three years here, uh, we just had much better players on defense and offense. We've had uh, 10 players sign NFL contracts our first three years here. Nine of them were on defense, and the one offensive player was a graduate transfer. Uh, so now I feel we have more of those high-level players on offense that we have had on defense. And when you see that balance in spring and camp, you hope that that, that shows out during the season, and so far it has. And that defense has been stout again, allowing only 46 points through the first four games, and all with a new defensive coordinator after losing your last one to Notre Dame. How has the transition gone so smoothly? Well, I, I think a lot of it is I hired Jay Savell, and, and Jay really was – we're based out of the same defense that we've been for four years. Um, you know, we're a four-two-five. Uh, that was our base before, and, and Jay runs the same base. So, I think the learning curve for the players has been quicker because there was a lot of things we didn't change. Now, Jay has his personality, and what we do on third down is different. How we teach certain techniques is different. Some of our blitz tracks are different. You got to let the coordinator coach what they're comfortable coaching, but. We didn't blow the whole thing up and start from scratch. There's a lot of similarities to what we did the last three years and what we're doing this year. Talking with the Wake Forest head coach Dave Clawson, his Demon Deacons are 4-0 and and taking on Florida State this week. And this week marks the sharp teeth of the schedule. It starts with the Seminoles, uh, a team that's 0-2. Do you think facing a team that right now that is either looking for a direction or do you think the one you get one that is especially edgy? I mean, Florida State's Florida State. Their players are their players, and they've played two of the best teams in the country. And, you know, you go back to the Alabama game, and you look at the final score, and then you go back and watch the game, and that was a three-point game with a minute mm-hmm. left in the third quarter. And then, you know, Alabama blocked a punt. Florida State mishandled a kickoff return and then threw a pick. Uh, so that game, that thing steamrolled quickly. But scrimmage play for scrimmage play, they were playing right with Alabama for the first three quarters. And NC State is is very, very good this year. I think there's a lot of teams that will struggle against Alabama and NC State. So we look at this Florida State roster, the level they've recruited at, uh, how well coached they are. When it's all said and done, this is still going to be one of the best teams in the country. James Blackman, now the new starting quarterback with the injury to DeAndre Francois. Is it tough to game plan for a guy that's uber-athletic with only one week of game film on him? Um. Yes and no. I mean, the the skill set is different. There's only one game out there. But, uh, you know, Coach Fisher has run a very similar offensive system for years, and he's a, a very bright, innovative offensive strategist. Um, it's still his offensive system. And, uh, you know, so there hasn't been a lot of change philosophically in terms of what they do over the last four years. Talking with Wake Forest head coach Dave Clawson as Demon Deacons 4-0. And earlier you mentioned the amount of NFL players you have produced over the last couple of years for this program. Uh, it, it really has been great to see. But you have a couple of guys right now, uh, in particularly on defense, and, and Jesse Bates, who's just a sophomore, an all-conference selection as a freshman. Greg Dortch, a freshman wide receiver that, that that's off to a terrific start. And Duke Edgefor, of, of course, as well. Uh, you know, how, uh, how could you... You know, how have you guys been able to develop talent and upgrade that talent in such a short period of time? Well, it doesn't feel like it's that short of a time. It feels <laughs> like it's taken uh, forever. But I just, you know, I think that's one of the advantages maybe you have when you, you come up through the levels of working at a Fordham, Richmond, Bowling Green. 
at those places we had to develop players. We didn't get very many self-made players. And we get a few more players here that are, are probably ready to play when we get them. Um, but it's just the nature of the program we won. We really focus on developing players, um, making them stronger, getting them faster, teaching them the game of football. And, uh, you know, that that has helped us develop players other places and develop a program. And we take a very similar long-term approach here when we recruit a young man. One of the heroes from last week's win, Scotty Washington, the big block of the field goal attempt to preserve the victory and seemingly making progress at wide receiver as well. Can a big play like that just flip the switch and really uh, speed up someone's development? You hope so. You hope that he walked off of that game with a big smile on his face saying, hey, I can really do this and do it at a high level. And, and not only was it the block kick, he had four catches for like 70, 80 yards that really made a difference in the game too. And you hope that that gives him that spark and that confidence of saying, hey, I can do this at a high level, and now I need to go out there and do it every day and every week. You know, the coaching profession can be a very nomadic one. Moving from city to city, you become a, a very good client for moving companies, but uh, now you get an eight-year extension. You're in a beautiful part of the country at a terrific school. How much does it mean to you to just kind of exhale for a, a moment and say, okay, what we have is working so far, and it's nice to have an opportunity to build on that? Well, I don't, I don't know as a coach if you ever exhale. This is such a competitive profession with what we do. Um, I, I think it's it's nice as a coach to say, hey, um, this is where I want to be. This is where we're going to be. And all of your energy is focused on just trying to make this place the very best it can be because you know you're going to be here. And, um, you know, I, there's certainly other places that I, I thought I might be there a while, but you knew there might be opportunities to to move on and you don't there's no longer that thought process at all and again i don't i don't think i do my job any differently but uh it's a place that we love that we believe in uh we love living here and um you know in this profession uh stability is hard to get so um you, you know i don't it's not one of those things i think about daily but you just think about trying to make your program better every single day. Well, you've done a terrific job so far, and as I mentioned up top, uh, 4-0 and for back-to-back years, first time in school history, and coming off a bowl victory last year. Uh, we wish you the very best of luck uh, against Florida State and the rest of the season. I know that ACC schedule is, is going to be pretty tough, but uh, thank you so much for a couple minutes. Greatly appreciate it. Yep, thanks for having me on.